listening to the RTE Today podcast featuring some of the best bits from our show on RTE One weekdays at half three. You're very welcome back to the show. Now, when it comes to health insurance, um, how do you know if you're on the right plan? That's probably the biggest question that we ask, or when you should actually change plans. Well, Demerick Good is here to answer all of our and your questions at home. Demerick, great to have you on the show again. Great to have you back. Come here, before we get into any questions at all, a lot of talk at the moment about these uh, policies uh, going up, and going up a good bit. Yes, unfortunately, no good news for, for any consumers of health insurance. Uh, VHI have just announced an increase of an average of 7% coming in from the 1st of March. Uh, what people need to remember, though, there was another average increase back in October, also of 7%. So when you put the two together, most, well, VHI customers renewing on or after 1st of March, they need to budget for 15 to 20% mm-hmm. approximately. So sizable increases coming through. That's a lot. That's Absolutely a massive increase, Dermot. It is, and it seems to be all based on claims. The volume of claims coming through um, and also the, the, the cost of those claims. Everybody seems to be going back into hospital to get all those procedures mm-hmm. that were deferred and cancelled. And everybody's claiming everything as well, all their refunds on their policies. And, and by the way, it's not just VHI. Mm-hmm. Irish Life Health on the 1st of January averaged 4.8%. We're expecting, even though they haven't announced it yet, but we are expecting Leia Healthcare to follow with a similar increase, possibly from April. So every consumer now needs to brace themselves for sizable increases. Mm-hmm. And really, the, the thing is what to do about it. So if they're all going up then, Dermot, is it still worthwhile checking around to see who's, who will give you what? It is, because whilst the older plans are going up in price, there's new plans being launched all the time. And there's new deals being introduced to the market all the time. Um, it's not possible for the insurance companies to tell you everything in your renewal notice. So really, you must phone them up. And, and the, the most simple question to ask, even if you start with VHI, your current insurer, you phone them up and you tell them what your budget is for the year. Mm-hmm. So that might be what you were spending last year. So ignore the rate increase and simply ask them to find you the closest equivalent plan to what you currently have mm-hmm. that fits that budget. And sit back and let them trawl through all their plans and find you an equivalent plan that fits that budget. And if you like what you find, then you simply get VHI to explain, OK, well, how does that compare now to my current plan? Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, they'll have all your claims on the screen in front of them so they can tell you exactly how it compares. And if you don't like what they tell you, you simply repeat that process with the other two insurance companies. Mm-hmm. But you must tell them what plan you're on. And I know this is counterintuitive when it comes to insurance. Tell them your budget. Tell mm-hmm. them exactly what you have to spend. Because one of the good things with health insurance, all the rates are set. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they'll charge you more than somebody else who's on the same plan. But I would advise everybody now at health insurance, don't be complacent. Don't let it roll over. Like, for example, anybody who's on the old plan B options, which is now called Health Plus Extra, one adult will have to pay an extra €450. Euro. So your parents on that plan will have to cough up nearly €1,000 more to stay in that plan. Whoa. Most people just don't have that. Yeah. So they need to engage. They need to pick up mm-hmm. the phone. Do you know your thing there, Nervin, which is very wise and just very logical of the questions to ask, but what I found, just as a consumer... I was on a plan and there was stuff in that plan that I didn't want at all. So you also, I think, should ask or tell them what you do not want. I mean, there was a lot of stuff. I was like, I didn't even know I had all. They've got you got covering. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but I don't even want that. Yeah. And, and, and this is one of the things with health insurance. There's a piece of legislation called minimum benefits. And it simply means that every plan has to include certain benefits, whether you want them or not. So everybody... I have maternity benefits. Everybody has psychiatric, convalescence, fertility cover. I would advise anybody now who's going down through the plan, really ignore anything on the plan that doesn't refer to because it has to be there. But the key things are your accommodation cover. 
which hospitals, so like, you know, if you want to go into the Bonds in Cork mm-hmm. or the, the Beacon Hospital in Dublin, do you want private or semi-private? And the other thing that people need to do is tell them everything that's important to you. So people will say to me, you shouldn't tell the insurance companies, you know, anything. No, with health insurance, mm-hmm. tell them everything. Which hospitals, which mm-hmm. medical conditions, mm-hmm. which procedures you're planning, and then they have to make sure whatever plan they're they recommending fits. They cut their cloth, that. literally. You see, that's what I mean. I think yeah. I had stuff in there that I didn't want and I wanted more of something else. For example, a lot of the, all of them probably, now, I, I only know I'm with one provider for a long time, but a lot of them have complementary uh, medicines as well, and some people mm-hmm. might really like that and enjoy that and want that. So I think that's important to you know explore that area too, if you like that, or if you need that, or you want that. Well, a good tip again, and, and I always advise people to phone the insurance companies because mm-hmm. these plans go into five and six pages. Yeah. And it's impossible to you know, educate everybody as to every benefit. So if ever you, you fall ill, you have an illness, you think you might need to use your cover, mm-hmm. or even if you're just not sure what exactly is covered or not covered, phone the insurance yeah. company and just get them to explain. Well, you have to do that What first. can I claim back on my plan? And in fairness, if you phone the insurance companies, they are very good at telling you everything. Yeah, so, like, yeah. more, you mentioned complementary therapies. These corporate plants, osteopathy, homeopathy, yeah. chiropractors, yeah. acupuncture, 50 to 75% right. back. People don't even know they have those benefits. And even when they know they have them, they don't claim them back. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it, like I say, it, it's just that there's so much in it, though. There's so much detail there when That's you're on you the phone and, and when you're renewing it. But, say, for example, if you want to renew... And if you have a procedure coming up, then damn it, <clears throat> excuse me, would, would that stop people from moving, changing? It shouldn't, yeah. but I can understand why people would be reluctant. So mm-hmm. we would always say to everybody, start with your current insurer, first of all. By the way, 50% of people who switch to a different plan stay with the same insurer, but get a better deal with them. Okay. So you don't necessarily have to switch. But it, let's just say you have a procedure coming up, you're not happy with your current insurer. When you phone the other health insurer, mm-hmm. tell them that procedure, Give them the code. There's usually a five-digit code. Yeah. Give them the name of the consultant and the name of the hospital, and they will tell you, Mr. Good, that procedure is fully covered, and then you can switch knowing that the procedure is going to be covered. So you just disclose yeah. everything and tell them everything. Yeah. But people, when I talk about switching, people think, oh, he's going to recommend I switch away from my current provider. 50% of people will get a better deal with the same insurance Switch within the company. Absolutely. Can I just ask have... one last thing before we go to questions? Yeah. Excess. Are you better off sometimes paying a little bit of excess and explain that for our viewers. You are. So, for example, a lot of people are on the old traditional plans where you have no excess. And excess is the amount you pay per claim, never per night, but only for private hospital stays. If you take on an excess of maybe 50 or 75 euro per claim, yeah. sometimes you can knock about 20 to 25% off the mm. premium. Yeah. So anybody, a rule of thumb for me, anybody who's paying more than 2,000 euro per adult, there should be a very clear reason why they're paying that premium. And lots of cases there's not. It's just inertia. So we would say to those people, absolutely, phone up, take on a small excess. If you can save six or seven hundred euro, yeah. and your only liability is maybe pay the first fifty euro per claim That's in a private I mean. hospital. So you should be smart. It's yeah. a good deal. Absolutely. We have loads of questions, gentlemen. The first one here it says, my husband is about to travel abroad for work. Should he consider taking out health insurance? Okay, if he's travelling, definitely he should take out travel insurance mm-hmm. first of all. If he has health insurance, he will have probably 100,000 worth of emergency medical mm-hmm. cover on the health insurance policy. But I would definitely recommend they take out travel insurance. And the most important thing, by the way, is they tell the travel insurance company where they're traveling to, for how long, what yeah. they might be doing. Tell them it's for work. Make sure your laptop and business equipment is all covered. But anybody traveling abroad, particularly to the U.S., you must have comprehensive travel insurance. Yeah. 100,000 euro for an admission in the U.S. might cover you for a week, two weeks maximum. 
It's it's really the the. I mean, we had a claim recently for somebody who was in an A and E in in a, in a U.S. hospital. The bill was just under five thousand dollars. Just they went, A&E. Just that they were in and out. What you'd pay six hundred and fifty euro for in Ireland, yes. it's five thousand um, dollars. So then you always check everything with the insurance yeah. company. Do you think it's better to get your travel insurance within your healthcare providers? They mostly do, or go outside, or does it in your uh, experience does it make a difference? Do you know what, more? It really doesn't. At one level, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I know, for example, a lot of people will go with the VHI multi trip, mm-hmm. and and it is a very good policy. But there's loads of good policies out there. So I could be with Leia or Irish Life Health. I can buy their policy, or I can buy the VHI one. AA have a policy. Um, like there's multitrip.com. I mean, the only thing I would say to anybody: most of these policies cost the same. Mm-hmm. If you are travelling, holiday, business, pleasure. Phone your travel insurer and tell them everything before you go. So travel insurance is different from medical insurance. It is. The medical insurance, the travel component of medical insurance is very limited. So it's only maximum €100,000. There's caps on the length of stay abroad and so on. It's, it's not designed to cover you comprehensively. Okay. So really should take our proper travel cover. One tip, by the way, if any of your viewers have, as I have, have, let's just say, a dependent who's abroad for more than six months, Standard travel insurance is no good. They need to look at international yeah. cover. That's actually a, a, a question here, uh, Dermot says here. How can I get uh, go about getting health insurance for my son who has an Irish passport and his time is divided between Ireland, Spain and Morocco? Okay, th- yeah, and this comes up regularly. Yeah. If you're, you must be resident in Ireland for six months or more to basically take out uh, health insurance mm-hmm. here in Ireland. So for somebody like that, we would be recommending they need to look at international cover which would cover them in each of those jurisdictions, regardless of how long they're there. And the one we always start with is VHI International, because the advantage of VHI International is you can switch from your domestic policy here onto VHI International, and when you come back home, switch switch straight back, no break in cover. They should phone VHI International and get a quotation from them. Mm -hmm. Dermot, we have run out of time, it's unbelievable, but I think you've made it very clear just Mm -hmm. about the basis of travel insurance. We might try and do a piece with you for our social, because we have so many questions to get through, it's unbelievable. It is a big area, and the amount of people who are underinsured who have no insurance. We should probably get you back again, especially to talk about this going forward with people booking holidays. Yeah, Yeah, certainly. We'd be delighted to. Thank you you very much. It's been brilliant. Always great to have you. And, of course, if you have any consumer issues uh, that you can't handle on your own, do email us. We will get Dermot back today at rte.ie. Thanks for listening. Don't forget you can tune in to the Today Show every day on RTE One from half three. Or if you miss it, you can watch back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.